Final hour of BetMGM tonight begins right now live from the BetQL studios. It's Ryan Horvath. It's PJ Glasser. It's a crazy night of Major League Baseball, especially if you bet overs tonight, man. Uh, the Dodgers up 10-1. to 1. Actually, the Dodgers beat the Orioles 10-1. to 1. What do you mean? Well, it's over, Paige. Is it? It's 10-1. to 1. Uh, We got the Padres about to go up 8-1, which is huge because I at least wow. get a push. Whit Merrifield had the over. Didn't want to catch that ball for you. I really needed that, Peach. <laughs> uh, we were on the Orioles tonight. They're down nine runs. Yeah. Uh, the Mets are up 11-9 only on the White Sox What right I tell now. you, don't bet those two teams. Dude. You'd be freaking. You'd be freaking right now. The Braves and the Diamondbacks are tied at 13 right now. There's not even a live total, but we have 26 combined runs there. I saved you (laughs) a heart attack. Ryan, do not bet any of those games the entire series because that is what those games will be. On the constant back and forth. Yeah, most likely, dude. The Cubs are up four to three right now on the Nats. I just need the game to end at that score, preferably. Uh, Rays down two nothing to the Rangers, and then the Tigers trail the Royals. 9-6. 9-6. to six. Also, the Giants up 7-5 to five on the Reds. That game's only in the 5th. Rockies up 4-3 to three on the Astros. Knew I should have bet Colorado. Angels up 2-0 on the Yankees. And the Twins are up 2-0 on the Mariners. I told you the Rockies were you winning. Did. I told you. You did like Colorado. Alright, nobody cares about baseball. Let's move on to the stuff that matters like NFL Week 1, season win totals. We got a major coming up this weekend. Let's talk about all that and more with our guy Patrick Everson out in the desert right now. Senior reporter at Vegas Insider. Pat, long time no talk. Thanks for joining us, man. How are you? I am good. Happy to be joined by the two of you. Thanks for having me on tonight. Looks like my lighting's a little wonky, so I apologize, but we'll get that fixed for next week for sure, I promise. So, Pat, uh, I actually want to start with the NFL because there's a couple of popular win totals right now, some sharp plays. Let's talk a little bit about the Washington Commanders and my Atlanta Falcons. I'm trying to uh, talk PJ into Atlanta. I really liked him over eight wins. Win total bumps up a little bit to eight and a half. Uh, they play the yep. second easiest schedule, only next to the Saints. Talk a little bit about what you're seeing with the win totals right now. Right. Well, this was something I actually talked with with Adam Chernoff, and he he's with Right Angle Sports, pretty sharp group that that is going through a whole lot of season win totals right now over the course of these over the course of the last few weeks and over the next few weeks. They're going to release quite a few of them. They release them on Twitter, and almost inevitably, when they release them. Uh, the odds makers, whether it's BetMGM or elsewhere, they're the, either either the prices are on the move, or if they get a hard enough shove, then the number itself is on the move. And and to your point, they had you could have got eight on Atlanta, still sitting eight and a half, pretty much everywhere. They they put out a release last month that said, hey, we like over eight and a half, at least up to minus one ten. And at the time they did that, you could get Atlanta at eight and a half at at still plus money, like plus one ten or maybe even money. Um, but uh, they, they put that out, liking it a lot. It's since moved at most books to uh, still Atlanta 8.5, but minus 115, minus 120, and there's even a couple that are approaching or at minus 130 on that, so it certainly did move the market. But to your point, you mentioned strength of schedule. Uh, they've got a fairly easy schedule. What Adam pointed out was in the first 11 weeks, they play seven rookie or first-time starting QBs. Now, granted, the Falcons don't have, you know, aren't starting a guy with a whole world of experience here, but yeah. um, they seven rookie or first time starting Q- Q- QB seven of the first eleven weeks, and they they just feel like also that Desmond Ritter is going to be better than he's getting credit for, and they also think Adam said he thinks there's a lot about the offensive upside. They think it's an, a do or die year for Arthur Smith career wise. He's got to have a good season, but he said his modern play calling is what you want when betting a team over. 
and the priority put on getting offensive pieces in place this offseason to help the strong core is something we thought aligned well with the team direction. So they feel pretty good about eight and a half on that. And then jump into the commanders. Uh, that's one, you know, the, they're looking at a long season in D.C. potentially, especially if right angle and, and Adam Chertoff and his, and his team at right angle are correct on this. They recommended under six and a half wins, again, at up to minus 110. At the time they did it a couple of weeks ago, uh, under six and a half was between plus 110 and even money. Now it's out. It, it's, it's, it's certainly moved a few, you know, minus 120 or higher, depending on where you shop. So it's beyond kind of that recommend point, but still sitting on six and a half. And they just think this is, there's just all sorts of issues. First off, what Adam says, they have a horrible schedule overall, specifically to start. Denver, I don't know. You know, I don't know if Denver's horrible or not. You guys know I'm a Bronco fan to the core, but I don't know if that's a bad one. But the next one, Buffalo, Philadelphia twice, and then Atlanta, that's all in the first eight weeks. And they feel like all those teams are going to be on the, on the you know, improving this year, good or improving. Obviously, Buffalo and Philly are very, very good teams. But I think, you know, and he pointed this out, I think the back half of their schedule is really rough, too. They got Seattle, Dallas twice, yeah. the Dolphins, the Niners, and the Jets in the back half of that schedule. And then you've got you've got a new offensive coordinator. You've got a coach that, you know, Adam feels there was a loss of confidence in Rivera at the end of 2022. And the and he feels like the went there because he felt like if he was OC there, that was the best opportunity in waiting to become a head coach move from one to the other. And he said, look, if there's a midseason coach in your QB switch, it's still very problematic for this team. Uh, and, and he doesn't think Jacoby Brissett coming in as the backup is, is, is going to change the dynamics of that at all. So they, they like the under six and a half on the Washington Commanders, expecting a long season from a team that made a nice run late last year and kind of got itself in the playoff picture, but finished uh, one and three in its last four games to knock itself out. Interesting stuff. Pat, what about college football? Any Anything you're seeing there on any win totals, any movement here that's picked up steam maybe in the last week or two? You bet. There's an odds maker I got to talk to a little bit about college uh, football season win totals, which, again, that's more and more popular market, especially over the summer. Uh, you know, the games are so far out. and I, Granted, there's a lot of lines up, but, uh, but the win totals are a little more fast. And, of course, you know, PJ, the futures, you know, college football playoff futures. But uh, I'll give you one that's, uh, you know, Alabama is one that, with this odds maker I was talking to, is one that's getting bet on the over, and the over's 10.5, and, and they've seen they've seen action on the over. They think Alabama's going to be looking at potentially 11 or 12 wins this season. And, you know, I, I mean, look, this is a team that uh, has, has finished under 10.5 regular season wins. I'm looking at some notes here just three times since Nick Saban took over. So, um, now that said, oddsmakers still have uh, the under a minus 180 favorite at 10.5 for Alabama in, the, in that range, minus 180, uh, with Alabama coming off a 10-2 and two regular season last year. And what this oddsmaker pointed out is Alabama ranks last in the SEC in returning production, just nine starters coming back to Tuscaloosa. Uh, so those concerns compounded with questions about who replaces Bryce Young, of course. That's a, those are huge shoes to fill. That's responsible for making, you know, for the market favoring the under, but uh, but betters certainly like the uh, the over on this. They're a popular choice with the public, which they're always going to be, so not necessarily really surprising there. And I'll throw you one, uh, an interesting under, and if we have time, I can throw you more, but Notre Dame, they're hitting the, they're hitting the Golden Domers on the under, and that is, I'm, I'm double-checking here, I believe it's under eight and a half as I scroll down through this, and I apologize, should be sitting right in front of me, but uh, yes, so they're hitting Notre Dame, over-under season wins, eight and a half, 
And that is, again, under being hit with this particular sports book. He said, although the uh, Fighting Irish added the signal call from Wake Forest, Sam Hartman, grad transfer, so obviously he's got experience. Uh, they, this oddsmaker just doesn't think the success that Hartman had in the ACC is going to be matched with Notre Dame's schedule. They got to go to Clemson. They play, they play Ohio State and USC. They get both those games at home, but they, they could be significant underdogs in both of those games, probably will be. And, you know, you've got, uh, you know, a ch- again, a challenging schedule, especially with these, you know, the, 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 even the, even at home, the, the home games are going to be really tough for sure. And written their, their schedule actually is ranked among the top 20 hardest in the nation. So getting eight and a half could be a tough chore and, and, and early action is, is leaning toward them being under that eight and a half win total. Talking right now with Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider here on BetMGM tonight. I know PJ wants to ask you about the Open. we got a big major coming up here this week, but I actually wanted sure. to really quickly get your thoughts or uh, what's going on with the market with the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, which is also going to begin this week. Team USA, the women, plus 225. They're the favorites, but England's sitting there, plus 450, getting some love. Spain, 5-1. to one. Germany, 8-1. to one. What are you seeing in that market sure. with the Women's World Cup? Sure, and this is just coming straight from Betham Jam. It's from, uh, uh, I think actually, might be from Monday. No, actually, it's from, uh, uh, I believe this might even be from earlier today. But it's certainly from this week. Look, Team USA is going to get bet like crazy. They're getting hammered in in, in the futures market. This game one is a really interesting dichotomy because at one point over the weekend, I'm not sure where it's at now, but USA was minus 100 Thousand yeah, that's what they're at now. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and I, I, I went back and forth with Seamus McGee at BetMGM this morning, and he said, honestly, I'm not sure that's even enough. He thinks it might should maybe even be more, which is crazy. I mean, nobody's Taking betting it, obviously. Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's betting it. But when you're talking about futures, uh, Team USA taking 57% of all tickets at BetMGM, BetMGM's digital market, which is the overwhelming majority of their market, just you know the retail market here in Vegas and a couple of other spots around the country. But 57% of all tickets in the digital market, 77% of all money in the digital market on Team USA, even though they got a real low, you know, real tidy number, plus 225, and that's after opening three to one, they're down to plus 225. They're the biggest liability, even though they've got that small number. But uh, and then second in tickets is England, which was the, which is the number two choice. Third in tickets is Canada, uh, but just fraction of, of you know, way, way, way less. England's getting like less than 5%, and that's second. Biggest liability, again, Team USA, like I said, even though their price low, there's just so many tickets churning on them that they're the biggest liability. But second is interesting. Canada has only taken 3% of tickets, but they are the second largest liability, followed by England. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that kicks off on Thursday, so that'll be fun to monitor. It. And then, Pat, also getting started on Thursday is the Open Championship. Excited for this. What, what's the market looking like? After Rory's win last week, I, I would think that he's still getting heavily bet, but mm-hmm. maybe not as much as if he hadn't won. Scheffler is obviously going to be popular. Cam Smith, I'm sure. Who are some of the guys that are liabilities right now? Right, and I would think there's probably been a little bit more on Rory that's coming today, but this is coming from BetMGM as well. Proud sponsor of BetMGM tonight. I like to, I'll, I'll lean into it for you guys if you don't mind. But uh, yeah, I would think Rory's probably seen a little bit more even today. But as of yesterday morning, in the wake of his win over the weekend in the Scottish, he was taking the most tickets, not by much though, just slightly more than, than uh, Scotty Scheffler, which is no surprise because Scheffler's just having 
I mean, the guy's just insanely consistent, just insanely mm-hmm. consistent. And then you got Ricky Fowler, third on tickets. He's been a real popular play. And remember, these odds have been up for a while, PJ. So Fowler opened 150 to one. He's down to 22 to one at BetMGM. Or it might be less than that now. So um, you've got him third in uh, in tickets. Money, it's Scheffler by a few percentage points. So he's taking like 6% more tickets than Rory. But that again, I think that's probably changed over the last 24 hours with more people, you know, seeing Rory's win over the weekend. But uh, and then Fowler is third in in money, and then the and then the liabilities. Ricky Fowler number one, no surprise. If you got on him early, you've got a good number, and I'm sure people have kind of been riding him the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, he's been playing well really all season. I've been riding him all season and finally cashed on him a couple of weeks ago. Thank goodness. But actually, I've been riding him for like years and finally cashed on him. Thank goodness. Yeah. But he's number one liability. Then Scheffler, no surprise. Victor Hovland, and I've heard some people talking about him. Some of the sharper guys here in Vegas uh, who, I, who I tune into have been talking about Victor Hovland. I might, I might put a little Chili's money on him. Uh, Pat, we got about sixty seconds left here. What are you seeing in the World Series in Major League Baseball? Anything mm-hmm. in that market? I, th- I think the one thing that's interesting. I did an update uh, just, just heading into the All Star break. Uh, you know, over the All Star break, talking with Hal Eglin again at BetMGM, and he's a real seam head, good odds maker, and and knows his baseball. I think obviously the Reds are getting a ton of money and they've become a big liability. But what I think is more interesting is what is or isn't going on with the Yankees. I mean, what Hal had to say about that is, look, heck, they're, they're, we're always going to take money on the Yankees. It always comes in. It's no surprise. They're near the top of the list in tickets and action. But he said, without Judge, I wouldn't assume they'll even make the playoffs, let alone the World Series. And I believe when I talked to Hal last week, they were minus 165. I think they are now plus money to make the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. So that's getting really interesting for the Yankees, a team getting a lot of World Series tickets and money, but uh, may not may not be able to get the job done. Yeah, they've just been beat up all season mm-hmm. long. Pat, thanks so much, man. We'll have to talk again here soon. We'll talk with you next week, hopefully. Uh, enjoy Absolutely. Your week. Thanks, Pat. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, and you guys have a good week. You too. That's our guy right there, Patrick Everson out in the desert. You can follow him on Twitter, Patrick E underscore Vegas, and follow his work at Vegas Insider. Really good stuff right there, and we got to it all. I'm actually happy for us. I'm uh, proud of us, and I'm proud of anybody out there that got a hold of an Atlanta Falcons over eight ticket, because now that's at eight and a half. Pease, you were too late to the party, just like you're too late to the Kentucky party. Although you said that you were going to bet the under. I want you to go, when we leave here, down to the street, National Harbor, BetMGM, with me, and I want to see you place that wager on Kentucky under six and a half wins. I'm gonna and when it. I see Stoops next week, I'm gonna... me and him are out having cigars and whiskey together. I'm going to tell him, I'm going to say, PJ the Glassman Glasser from Send It In said that you're only going to win six games. And then I'm going to see Devin Leary, and I'm going to say, PJ the Glassman Glasser said, Devin Leary, more like Dennis Leary, yeah, washed up, yeah. stinks, NC State, bunch of bums, should just stay there. Terrible. Bums. Anyway, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back, because that's what we do. Bet MGM the night. That's sports.